this just be the intro? Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast where we talk about performers' worst nightmares on stage. I'm Luke Fagenbush. I'm here with my co-host. I can't, man. It's Lauren Hutton over there, and I'm here with Corinne Turnbow offering very real advice. I'm sorry. I can't let you that. That, I mean, if that makes you happy, you know, go for it. But I, uh, from a zero to to a hell yeah, brother, you know what I'm gonna give you our episode? What are you gonna give it, Luke? I'm gonna give it a hell yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah. If that makes you happy, Luke, you can go right ahead. Oh can God. you repeat the advice you gave before the intro? Don't do that. That doesn't. That doesn't seem authentic at all. We talked a lot about what makes comedians authentic and inauthentic. Yeah, we did. (laughs) You want to say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, who are you in a nutshell? Shoot, Uh, in a nutshell, (laughs) I'm a terrible friend. No, um, in a nutshell, I am Corinne Turnbow. I'm 35 years old. Golly, that sounds old. Born and raised on the west side of Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, uh, typical Cincinnati thing. What high school did you go to? Uh, I went to Personal <laughs> Marion High School. That's not important at all. Um, and I've been doing comedy for about nine years. And um, recently was just in the Go Bananas competition for Funniest Person in Cincinnati. The finals. Finalist. Finals. I was a finalist yes. in that competition. And so... That was pretty dope, and it introduced me to some really cool cats that I get to podcast with now. Aw, yeah. We felt blessed to meet you. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) I'm going to strangle you in your sleep. Jesus. You know what? If you just keep leaning into it. explain to people a lot like being in front of a crowd is yeah. not the same as being actually in a crowd no it's totally different a completely different thing because when you are in front thank you so much for turning that off luke <laughs> <laughs> i knew there was at least one thing that i was oh, forgetting eventually we're gonna have all the pieces of this podcast together and we can start let's not let's, let's, let's just, just keep practicing we'll <laughs> practice for an hour and then we'll have you come back next week we'll do the real we'll thing. have an extra long episode called an hour and a half of us just setting the podcast up yeah just, Forgetting stuff and Just, then yeah. It'll be a tutorial for anyone else that wants to know how to run a podcast the barely. Setup, <laughs> the podcast. You don't have to be here for an hour and a half, by the way. If, if you got scared about that. No, 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 no. I Honestly, if at any is, point you want to leave, the door's unlocked. Like we're not gonna keep you here. I appreciate that. Well, that sounds unwelcoming. <laughs> no, it I feel sounds relatively safe. <laughs> 
<laughs> Relatively. <laughs> Are you from Cincinnati or Kentucky? Which side of the river do you I'm hail? from Cincinnati. Word, very much word. So. Born uh, and bred? Born and bred. Hell West yeah. Side. That's Hell another, yeah. That's the other reason why a lot of people probably don't know, because people don't go to the West Side, which yeah. is why I love the West Side. Yeah. Because everybody's like, it's so far. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Away from all, all the problems. Right. Do you have mics out there? I know that Justin started one that's West Side, right? Yeah, yeah. And he started that's one That's the only Legends. one I know of that's running right now. And that's like the only mic that I know of and I just recently heard about because it's crazy. So I'm from like the like deep in like Westwood, like yeah. uh Baltimore and all that good stuff. Yeah, like okay. if you're familiar. Um but we moved up to like the Cheviot area or Cheviot gotcha. as some people like to okay. say. No and one likes to say it that way. No people one, just like, like correcting people. I, that's it. And that's the only reason why I do it. Because I say Cheviot, but I just like to tell people is, it's Cheviot. Is Cheviot the pretentious one? Is that w- when a, you're correcting people, you're like, yeah. excuse me, yeah. it's Cheviot. <laughs> and it's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And then I do it to people. <laughs> fuck well, you. Yeah, also, nice. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Exactly. Pretentious asshole. <laughs> uh, but no, so I live or my mom lives and I grew up uh, the other half of my life um, like walking distance of legends and oh, okay. never yeah. knew that they had a mic up there. Occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's filtered. It, legends has had an open mic and then it had a showcase for a short time and then it did nothing and it was literally just a rentable venue, barely right. a bar. And then, yeah. Well, I hosted it for, I think, two-ish weeks with Justin. And then we're like, oh, we're passing it off to you. And <laughs> I think it was kind of a musical chairs of comedy open mics where it's like, whoever wants to host this can have it. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's it's an crazy. insane venue. And um, then it's another place called uh, West. It's literally called like the Westwood Venue. Like that's the name of it. No so, kidding. Huh. How have hilarious. I not heard of that? It's hila- right. It's hilarious. Oh, the marketing like, doesn't sound that yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody the dropped West the ball. That's video. hilarious. And they had a comedy competition, I want to say earlier this year. What? It was like three rounds. It was, and the thing is, nobody knows about it. It's right. not marketed very well. Right. And so I'm thinking about just trying to get with the owner and seeing like, what, Cause it's a really cute little room. It's a really nice space. Yeah. Da, 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 but yeah. it's just I don't know if it's because it's just in the heart of Chevy or if the marketing is just poor. I don't know what it is. But For it's whatever just, reason, nobody wants to come to the West Side to do comedy, and there's not too many people over there that are trying right. to do. But it. it's so much funny shit happening. <laughs> right? Over there yeah. I used to live over there. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> So you would be like, this is a great place to write comedy. Like, right. this is a great place for comedy. It's <laughs> the weirdest shit happening over there, and I love it. Pro tip, if you want to get new material, get your coffee on the west side. It's a little <laughs> bit of a drive, but it's worth it. Just hang out for a couple of hours. Just hang out for a couple of hours. <laughs> From what I hear about the west side, as far as, like, attracting audience members, every bar, like, has their own crowd, and they don't, like, cross over too much into other It's bars. crazy. Yes. That is very true. Because there's yeah. this, like, kind of younger spot. Uh, I'm just giving away free promo to everybody. <laughs> there's this, like, younger bar spot called um, <clears throat> Game Time. Or not, e- and it's not even game time, but it's like legit, like um, 
five to six bars all in like one block. Uh, like yeah. Literal one, maybe two blocks at best. They're all wrapped around that Long John Silvers. They are all wrapped around that Long John Silvers. Yep. But nobody crosses. You got your old white men over here. Yes. You got your young white boys who listen to rap that go here. You got a scatter few of black people there. And then old white women that all just like drop their kids off for happy or drop their kids off for soccer or some shit. Yeah. They're going to Fogarty's to get a pink lady shot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Been there, done yep. that. They're delicious. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm for old white ladies. I, I like game time because you could play beach volleyball and bomb at an open mic and get drunk all in the same venue. All that was in great. The same venue. Yeah. It's amazing. With a little pool here and yeah. then throw some darts. Very eclectic. Yeah, we get we got bumped from the darts room. Once the darts season started, <laughs> yeah. the open mic was in the hallway. You in front of the bathroom. For darts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's the Dart League funny. brought in money, and the comedy didn't always. Okay. <laughs> barely. Respect- so it barely brought people in. Yeah. <laughs> respectfully, they said, we're going to give it to the Darts kids. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to start your own show? Like, whether it's an open mic or a showcase anywhere else, other than, like, you know, flirting with uh, that, that Woodburn place? Or that was Woodburn. Westside. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. So... I'm in the works right now working with another comedian and he's asking me to host okay. um, a mic with him. Uh, we don't have anything settled down, so I don't want to mention anything about it yet just because I just don't want to do that to him. It's in the um, works, though. But it's in yeah. the works. And so I, I would. The thing is, I don't want the commitment of having to do something like once a week. Right. That's That's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> I'm gonna I gotta go. be in the same place every Monday. Money. Like that Ugh. sounds terrible, to right? Me. Yeah, and it's mainly because I I suffer from anxiety and a slight bit of depression where I will commit to something, yeah, and then be like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, I was a different person on Tuesday. Right, it's Thursday <laughs> I now. I was in a really good mood when you asked me. <laughs> yeah. Now I same. just feel like the fetal position is all that I want to do today. Yes, and yes. but I do know that in order for me, because I want to showcase more women. Hell yeah. I just think that's important. I want to showcase more black women. Hell yeah. Uh, And then what I really want to do is kind of bridge the gap between, because I feel like what this comedy competition at Go Bananas did for me is, there's a lot of folks like you guys who like, why haven't we ever seen you? I've been doing comedy for nine years. Holy smokes. Right. That's insane that we have not crossed paths. And it's because I've been on the urban, as the one comedian mentioned, or the black side of comedy where I do a lot of like private events. I don't do right. a lot of the open mics or if I do, I'll pop in to just get some new shit off my chest or yeah. whatever the case may be. But um, occasionally I might be at uh, the Funny Bone up in Liberty occasionally, but I've never really got to be on the other side, the white side, if you <laughs> to be yeah. frank about it, yeah. of comedy. And so with that, um, I want to bridge that gap. I'm like, that's crazy that there's there is literally like two sides of comedy in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up that I can be doing it for like what five or six years, and you can be doing it for about the same time, and we just don't run into a whole half of the Cincinnati comedy scene. And that, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, so, and that's I don't think I don't blame it on anything. I don't think anyone is doing it intentionally. Right. I know I wasn't doing it intentionally it was just that's where my bread and butter came i was getting right. booked and i didn't yeah. mm-hmm. it didn't occur to me and so the first time i ever performed at go bananas 
ever in Everdom was my first round in that competition. Really? No kidding. Really. Way to kick the door in. <laughs> and I was like, I kicked the mess. And that's exactly what I wanted. I was yeah. a little, like, hurt that I didn't win. But what ifs? The winners were amazing. Right. Uh, but I wanted to kick that fucking door in. Because I'm like, why? Why have I not been here? Right. We saw we saw your set from across the bar, of course, because it was sold out, and that's the only way we could watch it. But we were just sitting there watching your set, and it was like, you know, she's she's probably going to win, but if she doesn't, we should get her on the podcast anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, you were you one had... of the ones that I was watching that night, and I was just like, oh, okay. I could, I could lose to that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I... You can hear the laughs coming through these crappy speakers on the other side of the bar. Like, I'll lose to that. That's I don't, perfect. I don't know if you went over to the Bell and the Bear. The audio quality could have been a little better. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> over there for, like, the um, all of the um, amateur round right. and, like, right up until I went on. And it was it was some buffering going on. Yep, yep. yep. It was you could you can hear the comics, but you could not hear the laughs. Right. It sounded like we were all performing to a dead room. And the thing is, that just wasn't the case. Like the room was well, not no. really. Your good. set didn't sound that way as much. Because yeah, you got the audience a lot. <laughs> it was enough to register. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice here. It was a yeah. it was a slight blur for me understandable yeah i can relate i had to like go back and watch a video and be like okay yeah i think i did okay I, yeah <laughs> i remember i made it to the finals really really early on i was just like maybe a year or two in and it's just the amount of people and the lights walking in there it was like a fever dream i'm just like whoa i've never felt the crowd in my face like this like i felt people's breath you didn't was like a wall but you didn't do like theater or like church music or like anything else that would put you in front of no, hundreds of people like a, that. Odyssey of the Mind, but that didn't draw the crowd. Doesn't you know? count. <laughs> no one's watching Odyssey of the Mind, but the parents of the children there. Yeah, the and they don't want to be there either. The Not parents don't really turn out either, sadly <laughs> enough. They just drop the kid off and tell him to break the leg and go to happy hour and have a yeah, big Yeah, The dad's back in three like, hours. You know, that lawn hasn't been mowed yet. <laughs> you, sh- you do good on your little skits. <laughs> on your little Oh, my skits. God, yes. That's hysterical. Oh, shoot. No, like, I... But even, like, did you have any performance experience before you started doing stand-up? I was a singer. Hell, yeah. I was yeah. a singer, like, all through... So I was in show choir. I was in regular choir, church choir. Uh, I just knew I was going to be the next big thing in music. And then I got to college and realized you can't really sing. Like, I have, like, <laughs> oh, no. like it's, it's, it's all of my singer friends will tell me you can sing. You have to stop saying that I can hold a tune, right? It's not bad. It's definitely a good choir voice. Yeah. Maybe a solo here okay. and there. Okay. But not, I'm not a star when gotcha. it comes to that. I'm. And so I realized, Oh shit. You got to figure something else out. <laughs> and I was like, Am I funny? I might be funny. I think I'm funny. We'll okay, pivot this performance we'll nature. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it was. But I feel like, and this is the like all everybody always says this, but I think it's true. 
90% of comedians have some type of either musical background or either it's like draw or an artist or something yeah, yeah. of some sort. And then like a lot of people who actually do perform are like singers and stuff are super like funny people. They may not have the stand up, but they're super right. witty in yeah. conversation and shit yeah. like that. So it, it, we're it's all the same tribe. To right, me. right. It's the same section of the brain firing same, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know a lot of people who start off and do really well at first are people who have had that stage experience. It's like, where did you come from? It's like, oh, I played bass for like seven years. So Right, right, yeah. Well, it's just that being in front of people under lights is freaking weird. Yeah. It is. Because when you have a conversation with a person in a room, you can look them in the eye. You can get feedback based off of their like body language and stuff. And when you're reading 40 people that you can only see in the first three rows right. and then 140 people behind them you can't see that's a weird thing to gauge if you're not used to it absolutely and it's just weird to be talking to multiple people at one time right like mm. just that very simple concept like even on this podcast i don't know who to look at <laughs> it's just, and it's fucking weird but it's not but if it's just that simple little thing so to be like i have to not only have a conversation i have to communicate something that registers as funny yep. to a hundred and forty people. Right. That that shit is stupid. <laughs> the fact that they let us do that is stupid as hell. Just having the ability to kind of read a room as a whole when it's right. like okay, maybe this pocket of people are filling it and this pocket is in it, and and just kind of gauging the average of the room. Because there's like a crowd as a whole mood. Yeah. And then you can kind of break it down. I mean, you might be able to. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I start talking and hope they like me. <laughs> no, I could kind of gauge a room. I could tell, like, again, you got your soccer moms over here, your right. conservative dads. I could kind of, like, spot a first date or something. But that's also... Do you look for those things before a show? Um, or do you just kind of take it in and just sort of register what you're looking at? Oh. I don't look for them in hopes to find them as much as I can just spot them. I do like to be in the room before I go on stage yeah. just so I could see like, okay, what are people drinking? Is it, or if it's just beer, they're probably not going to be, maybe don't start with the abortion joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ease them in. They're right. clearly not there yet. But if, if I see a table full of shots, I'm like, oh yeah, we're going yeah. there. Lock we're going in. Hard to it. Like, load it. Let's do it. <laughs> They're not even going to remember this. It right, doesn't matter right. what I say. At, at all. <laughs> they're just going to know that they liked me and they won't know why until they're booted off a of face for right. sharing my video. Do you, do you ever like gauge a crowd for like uh, crowd work at all? You you got your marks. It's like, okay, this guy looks like a, like a denim hunter or something. Or So I have not mastered the craft of crowd work. And that is going to be my new... Goal Hell yeah. Because Okay, that's I, something you want to get into. I absolutely want to get into it because I think that that's to me is like just the top tier masterful skill of comedy to me. Because that is you were dancing on your tippy toes. Yeah. Like you may have a few stock responses for general things, but to do really good crowd work, like like some like Todd Berry that just goes up there with nothing and she's like, I'm gonna talk to a few people <laughs> and make everyone laugh. That's insane to That's me. That's insanity. For 45 minutes. For just have a, a show minutes. off the top of my head the whole time. And the big part is I'm like. nervous just thinking about it. Right. That's not okay. 
I'm not going to run into one of those minds where I say something that ruins the whole show. Cause I know there's three or four like responses in there yep. that if I were writing it down, I'd be like, no, never say that ever. Right. Right. And then yeah. if it's just like flow of consciousness that could slip out. <laughs> I, yeah, dude, there's, there's been a lot of things that I've said as a knee jerk reaction over the course of my life. And I'm just <laughs> like, well, that can't happen in front of a crowd. You can't just openly say, like, you kind of look like your dad's gay. Yeah. Like, that's not an <laughs> observation that you can make from the stage. And that's yeah. a thing I told someone at Speedway. Uh, maybe you don't remember, but I edited the podcast for a while, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> that there have been is. points where you're like, yeah, don't, don't <laughs> air that. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, I think when you... When the crowd comes to laugh, that is the shit you can say. Right. It's kind of the shit they want to hear. Right. Yeah. Because we are in this really weird but pivotal time in comedy where it it everybody's getting canceled. And so like five years ago, like everybody and everything you did was cancelable yeah. type shit. Right. Yeah. And now people want to have those hard conversations. Like they want to have the hard conversation around LGBTQIA yeah. plus. Uh, they want to have the hard conversations around race. They want to have. And the other thing is, if we can have that hard conversation, but make it funny as well, where you're like, you look like your dad's gay. That's not me judging you. That's me telling you, you're a very sharp dresser. Right. You probably got that. You know what I'm saying? Like that. <laughs> it's a compliment. It's a really, it could, it could, you could spin it as a compliment. Or it's just one of those things where... I'm I am so welcoming to the or I'm so I'm am so engulfed in the community of the LGBTQ plus that I can genuinely spot when someone was raised by gay parents. You know what right. I'm saying? Because that's a skill that somebody has. Listen, yeah. and so I'm saying it sounds like some bullshit to say, <laughs> but it <laughs> it doesn't have to be. That, that and is, I think that's what people want to hear these days. Yeah. Let's that get to a point where it's not bullshit. The best moments exactly. in a show where you like have you have like a roast on an audience member and it's funny and people laugh and then the audience member is like, no, that's true. What she said right. is a hundred percent true. <laughs> I saw somebody roast somebody in a wheelchair. Right. Bold. So Holy bold shit. Bold move. shit. Here's the thing though: the person in the wheelchair was Hus like just laughing hysterically. <laughs> Hell yeah. Had the best time of his life and even said to the comic, I appreciate you. Most people kind of want to back away because right. they're yeah. scared right. and they are uncomfortable with it. But the fact that you leaned in and you just said, fuck it, lets me know like it doesn't bother you. You're not uncomfortable around this thing. Right. I can tell the level of comfortability you have to the point where you were able to even joke about it. Right. And so I'm like, that's I don't know if I'm there yet. A little bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit. I really like saying the N-word in front of white people just because that <laughs> shit is so good. It's so good. The, fa <laughs> the faces. Oh. The, my first round at Go Bananas, I said, oh, y'all done let niggas in the building. And everybody was like. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that in Montgomery. And I said, uh, I, can, I can say it in Montgomery. Yeah, you, <laughs> you made it to the finals doing that. You made it. In <laughs> It was so funny. Oh, I was shit. like, oh, yeah, I can do that almost every... I did that in, like, Dave, Kentucky. I was like, I'm doing that a lot. That's fun. I used, so I used to co-host uh, an open mic at Max with uh, Kieran Anderson Q. Yeah. And he loved to try to get white people to say the N-word. 
And like accidentally? No, he was all about it. Oh no! And he was just handing I out badges. Was just uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you were in the I'm right. Sure. He can do I'm that, sure. but <laughs> no, no. And the thing is, I don't want white people to say it. I want you to recognize though. Why are you uncomfortable with me saying it? Ah, That's hell yeah, hell yeah. And I'm like, because I'm like, I'm sure you listen to rap music and you hear it and you're not uncomfortable with that person saying it. And it's probably because you never have to run into that person. And you don't have to right. sit in front of that person. It's a noise coming out of a speaker it's instead a no- of an actual person. person. And then again, why does, why does it make you uncomfortable? I want you, I want to, you to confront that feeling. Yeah. And I want to be the person that allows that. Also, I want you to shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> With your opening With line. Opening line. <laughs> Come see me on, in Montgomery. Right. Shit your pants. Have a great time. <laughs> Tip your waitresses. Shit your pants. It's going to be a good time. Where's your favorite place you've performed so far? Oh, that's a good question. Um... So the FOMO show out in Northside, out in uh, what's the name of that bar? The Comet. Yeah. The Comet. Yeah. The Comet is a cool place. Uh, I'm trying to think. My absolute favorite. I don't. I don't. I don't have a favorite. My favorite atmosphere to perform in is small, small stage. 20, 20, 25, 30 people tops. Yeah. Just yeah. you, a mic, and then just... Just a little intimate jam. Just a little intimate jam. And also because if you bomb, oh, it, it's apparent to everyone in the room. But it's <laughs> nowhere to hide from it. It's nowhere to hide. That's And I, I don't know why I'm probably emotional cutter. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love the idea of not being able to hide. Yeah, because also, yeah. too, if you think about it, it sharpens your tool as a comedian because you like... I, I killed. That's a good set. Let's keep that. Let's right. like work on that. Let's judge mm-hmm. that up or do whatever. Or you bombed and everybody knows it. Are you going to let this be the thing that defeats you? Or are you going to be like, okay, now, now this is my new goal to yeah. murder this set the next time or to murder this crowd, this show, this venue the next time? And that's kind of what I take it as. Like when I, and so that's why I like a good intimate set because it's nowhere to hide. That's when you know you. Are a comedian's comedian, or you just need to go back to your cubicle. <laughs> do you pick out like if if you bomb at a show, do you pick out specific crowds and shows where you're like, I'm gonna go back here and I'm gonna get you guys? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Really. I, absolutely. Oh, I don't have the confidence for that. <laughs> I bomb too hard someplace, never going there again. No, you gotta go back. Not even for food. You Not gotta going back. bite what bitch you. That, that's you, why I went to Snodgrass's mic so many times in a row. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going here till I have a good set. <laughs> and then I'll never see you again. I do not have that tenacity. I'll give up on jokes if they don't work right the first time. I'm just like, ah, who cares? Don't rewrite it. Just throw it away. No, you gotta rewrite it. You gotta redo it just because I feel like that just sharpens your tool. Because also, think about the level of redemption. Like, think about that moment. <sighs> like, this bombed six times. And that seventh time, you just like, I fucking killed. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have that. But, man, I just, I can't. I can't. If something doesn't work, like, the second time after I've tried to retool it once, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I'm just like, well, obviously, I'm way off the mark here. Let's focus on something else. Can I tell you what I think that might be? Yeah. You're a white man. Is there more to it? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, because <laughs> this is my 
black woman? Do you know how much shit I have to just like redo and stick with? Hell yeah. And rejudge okay. and refix and just right? go back and face it, even though it was hard and it was right? fucked up. Yes, my boss flirts with me and touch my tit that one right. time, but I still need this fucking job. Yeah. Or, and just whatever. Whatever. You don't have the option to just I scrub it and start over. I don't have the option to scrub shit and start Holy and shit. just start over or just throw. Oh. I don't have the option to throw a lot of shit away. I right. need most. They don't really give a shit. So I need most of what I got. So you're keeping it. Fucking right. Fucking right. I'm keeping it. And I really think that just because of that level of tenacity that I genuinely have to live life right. with, yeah. I take that same level of tenacity in my comedy career. Hell yeah. And it's also because I don't know how, I don't know how not. I've only, right. I've only ever been a black woman. <laughs> right. I mean, I if you're always in the drive gear and you don't know what neutral's like. <laughs> exactly. Precisely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. All right. I'll step but, my game up and quit whining a little bit. Yeah. Uh, thank you for a bit of perspective. Yes, I appreciate the I hell out of that. I black guilt the shit out of me. <laughs> so glad about it. Thank you. Our, our guests don't, usually don't inspire us to be better people. So that's cool. I'm here for it, dude. We need more of this. What's, what's the hardest you've had to work to like win a particular group of people or a particular room? Is there one that stands out? Um, Probably... Probably go bananas. Really? And the reason and the reason is because again, they don't see me, a black woman, a lot. And then they don't see like I'm not you have like, okay, you have like black comedians, like black women comedians, like you have a Wanda Sykes, yeah, who's very much so more so into the um honestly just white crowd. Like she's more on that yeah. side of comedy. I didn't know who that was. So that, right. that's usually And then you a have you know indicator. who Miss Pat is? Yes, I yep. do. So Miss Pat yeah. is just ghetto as shit. Yeah. Right? Like just <laughs> cussing and loud and yep. smokes and all of the things. Very quote unquote urban, very black, if yeah. you would. And so because I'm saying I'm more of the Miss Pat side, I say mm -hmm. the N-word unapologetically. I talk about abortions. I t I'm crass. Yeah. I cuss like a sailor. And I'm not trying to conform in any way, shape, or form. I, right. I'm almost like middle finger to you guys. But laugh, please. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, Love me. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's I dig exact that. I need a I shirt. That. That's it. Love me. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so because I'm so just different to what they are used to seeing, it was... They laughed and they were really good about it, but I don't think they were like, but do we want her to win though? They was like, shit, she's really funny. Yeah. Right. And even though I did not win, a birdie on my shoulder told me that I got like the second highest amount of votes. Not I surprising. Get, have yeah. guessed that. And I'm <laughs> saying, I think they were like, because look, at the end of the day, we know it's not what we're used to. It may not even be what we're like, what we like, but it's damn funny. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take that. So Hell yeah. did you change it all to kind of like adapt to the audience or did you just like dig your heels in? I just dug my heels in. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just dug my heels in because I tried to change before. Mm -hmm. I remember like year two or three, I was, I, 
was doing some of the mics that are particularly uh, more predominantly white mics in the city. And I was like, oh, I got to write some white jokes. <laughs> and it was, it was, one, they were terrible. <laughs> they were just horrible. And then, two, I was like, it's not funny because it's not authentic. People can right. tell, yeah. like, yeah. I am my most funny when I am being my actual self. And then what I learned is that's not what, that's not what the audience wants. We want to hear you. We want that right. authenticity. No one you. wants to see anybody pretending. Yeah. Like, even if their stage presence is, like, an exaggerated version of themselves, which it usually is, they don't want you to see... They don't want to see an exaggerated impression of someone else. Right. Because that's that's that doesn't come across. Right. Nobody's doing that anymore. It and that's... 1985. <laughs> right. That's People exactly. going up as robots and doing weird <laughs> robot-centric material for no reason and then having a career for two years doing that. And in the, in the world of, like, reality television that we all live in and that this new generation of audience members, because our audience are like the 25 right. to 30-year-olds. Yep. And if you think about it, they were born literally like in the 2000s. Like, they don't even remember oh, what yeah. the fucking <laughs> real world is. Right? And that was our introduction to reality television. <sighs> they, real world and Survivor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I was going to say, real world and Survivor. <laughs> and they don't even remember what the fuck that is. They only know like the Kardashians and all this new right. shit in Jersey Shore and shit. I'm, so they like, we want you. <laughs> I'm curious. What what was your like white, what were your white jokes <laughs> like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's funnier The question itself Or the okay. fact you stumbled on the word white <laughs> You're uncomfortable uh, Should I not be <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know I really don't I, Do I remember my white jokes What were my white jokes I want to say like I don't I don't even I can't remember. I want to say one was about like I tried to like incorporate limp biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Safe bet. Safe bet. Holy shit. That's terrible. Oh, <laughs> limp biscuit. That's all you got? Like come on. You couldn't go litter skinner. You didn't go. It's a starting point. It's not. <laughs> Uh, they did that concert at a Shell gas station. <laughs> They're iconic. <laughs> I tried to incorporate Lip Biscuit in a joke. I was trying to think of like an example of what a stereotypical white joke would be, and I couldn't reach Lip Biscuit, but that was the perfect one. <laughs> that was so just stupid like, so as good. shit. <laughs> Is it kale? No, Limp Biscuit. That's your speed. <laughs> That's dumb. That's why I was like, you oh, don't do that shit no more. I, just, I had to have a conversation Fred with myself. Fucking dirt. Man, shit. Wow. Wow. Oh, I said, man. don't do that shit no more. Like you, you, yeah, you reach it. Mm. You, you went Limp Biscuit. Uh, okay. Oh man. Stick to saying nigga. You <laughs> 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 yeah, way better. Oh my god. So uh, you've been doing comedy for nine years. Yes. Do you remember your first time on stage? Yes. Hell yeah. What was it like? Okay. So um, a veteran comedian by the name of Judy Brown, one of the few black women in um, in uh, Cincinnati who does stand up. She was running a room called Wild Out Wednesdays, and that was back when the Funny Bone was in Kentucky. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it was that long ago, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, um, so I remember I got on stage, and 
I was trying to do like jokes, like relationship jokes and like, oh, relationships are hard. Only been in one relationship, probably was single for about three or four years. And then I went into, <laughs> and so they were getting like some, uh, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't there. So then I went into just, again, went back to what I knew. I was a good shit. I was probably like 24, 25. So I'm fresh out of college. Mm. I don't do shit but go work at my call center job and go out to the club with my girls. Like that's what my whole life was. So I started telling my go out to the club and being friends with skinny girls jokes and how I hate that shit because all I can like borrow is like bracelets and earrings and shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then like these hoes want to walk all fast to the club in heels and my fat ass is like, no, I got my own 10. I'll catch up. (laughs) And the thing is, these were things that I was like, I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's funny. I don't know how universal that is either. So I don't want to tell those. So I started with my relationship thinking that's the universal thing to do. Right. And it wasn't when I went into m- telling my story and what yeah. my life was at the time. They were like, oh, yeah, you finished real strong. That yeah. was funny. And that's what I remember. And that was when I knew, like, as much as I wish I could be that comedian that, like, pulls from somebody else's experience and tell that and make that thing funny. Yeah. I'm not I'm not that girl. Yeah. So everything, like, it's all... Everything that I say is based off of something that actually happened. Now it's an exaggeration. Right. Of course I do my yeah. thing, but even the like the the pegging joke that I told at Go Bananas, <laughs> that's a real thing. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Exclusive on this podcast. That's amazing. That's, that's a real so thing. good. It's, it's hilarious. You you learned one of like a, you learned an amazingly huge lesson while you were doing your first set. And that's something that some people take years to figure out, how to figure out just to be themselves on yeah. stage and not try and be somebody else or, or or figure out exactly, oh, this is what I'm better at. I can't spew somebody else's experience and make it funny. I just have to talk about what I've done. I'm also just fucking lazy. I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to have to put up a front my right. entire career. It's easier just to be like, well, if this I is just, me. Right. Yeah. If I just start being me just out the gate and I'm like, Hell okay, yeah. well, you just got to show up. Hell yeah. That's, and I'm like, that's all I got to do is just show the fuck up? Oh, okay, great. I'll take that because I don't feel like doing shit else. That's amazing, dude. Like that—that's a huge t- cur- the corner to turn during your first set. Because, like I said, some people don't figure that out for years, it, years of hitting multiple mics every week, and they're still just like, I don't know, what I'm doing anything. And you were like, Oh, this isn't working for a couple minutes. I'm just gonna pivot into what does. Or, and I'm <laughs> saying, or, and the thing is, I didn't consciously pivot into what does thinking like this is going to be what works. I pivoted into it. Ah. It worked. And when I got off stage, it was myself. And I think a couple of comedians was like, that's what you need to be doing. Yep. You yep. need to be being yourself up there. Yeah. If we could tell that you haven't been in a relationship in a while, you talking about kind of just old relationship shit or relationship shit we've already heard before. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We, but that, but that big girl, Having skinny friends, I don't think we've ever heard that before. Or at least we we didn't we don't know that experience. Right. That's the other thing. Yeah. You're not letting us in on anything. That's so interesting. Cause like I didn't realize that 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 was something that I did early on, and I didn't realize where I picked it up from. And you just you just unlocked it for me. 
in Bible college. Yeah. They teach you how to <laughs> position your own faith by presenting your own experience because it's inarguable. That's yeah, and I, that's exactly what you're that's ex- doing. That's what's up. That's I didn't good. realize that that's what I was doing by accident. That's no, insane. Because it's innate. And you, right. You went to college for it. So, <laughs> yeah. Picked up some shit by osmosis. I smoked a lot of weed in Bible college. Sure. <laughs> wasn't studying much. But, but you're like the expert in you. Nobody can be like, exactly. That that's wasn't the premise. Your life unless it's not in, it seems insincere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. How, how long did that pivot take? Was it like just literally the next show? You're like, that shit wasn't working out. So I'm, I'm bringing some stuff that's more. Uh, for life. No, just because I didn't have a lot of material at the time. So mm-hmm. I was kind of still doing some of that same stuff. But it was it was. When I when I started to also like just. It took me a while. It wasn't the next show. But what I did was I was like, you have to say the scary shit about you that you kind of don't want people to know. Because also what I realize is there is not an experience in the world that is singular. We just think that it is. And the only reason we think that it's singular is because we don't say it out loud. I have this joke that I tell where... (laughs) (laughs) I have this joke where I talk about the fact that um, I now wash my hands all the way down to my forearms like this. And the reason is because in elementary school... I would wipe my ass and this part of my arm would get stuck in my ass. And so, and so, and then an element, and then the joke goes on to say, cause I was, I didn't wash my hands all the way down. I went back to class thinking everything's fine. Cause I did wash my hands and now something stinks. And I'm like, every time I, I could smell uh-huh. it, I'm like, and I'm, and I'm such an asshole cause kids are assholes. I'm like, who stink? Because <laughs> I wash my fucking hands, so I know it's not me. I, and I, I smelled could. that. And the thing is, I was appalled at myself. I was so hurt. I was so, like, just embarrassed. I didn't tell anybody. I just asked to go to the bathroom again and wash my hands. Right. And I've been washing my hands like that, like, literally since, like, middle school. And I'm like, you can't. That's embarrassing as shit. And I was like, but that's fucking funny. So funny. You okay. have to. And, and so it was... When I unlock, like, just you got to dig in. And then the other thing is, is when you dig into that shit, can't nobody tell you about your shit. Exactly. You release yourself of being able to be judged for shit that you like. Yeah, I I let somebody fuck me on a futon mattress. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not proud of it, but. A a guide, like, if you're afraid of saying something on stage, that's not a sign you should slow down. That's that's where the good shit is. That's where the good shit is. All the the way in there. I'm trying to really uh, unlock, like, my anxiety and depression shit here soon. Yeah. Because I feel like. Because that shit is scary. Now, Mm -hmm. and that's the shit that we don't want people to know. Like, oh, shit, I haven't. I've only went to the bathroom twice today because I can't get out of the bed or just whatever. Yeah. And you yeah. feel like a piece of shit in it. But the other thing is how y'all just went, yeah, yeah. We've kind of all been there or we know at least what that feeling looks like mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. We haven't, I'm like just unlocking like my, I just cleaned my apartment for the first time in like three months last night at like 12 o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah, round of applause. Because, <laughs> and it's because, you have that like depression mess and yep. you are okay with being in filth and da 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 da. And so I haven't found the funny in that yet. 
but I know it's there. It's there. And there's so many people that have been through that and haven't been able to talk about it because it is like embarrassing and people don't want to necessarily hear it unless you have the ability to make it funny. And you do. Right. And not to make things hokey, but if you can get somebody to laugh about their own neuroses by expressing your own <laughs> in a comical way, <laughs> you're literally healing folks. Literally. Like. Laughing about shit is medicine. And if someone can relate with something that, you know, is maybe a negative aspect of your life, but you found the funny in and you can help someone else see the funny in it. Maybe it won't be a demon on their back and maybe it's just something they have to deal with. In my own pretentious way, that's exactly if I like ever became a famous comedian and went on to do all of the things that is exactly like what I want to present. Like, um, so I have two biological nephews. They call me Auntie Wren. And so that's kind of like what I want to present, where I want to be the aunt that has like, though, I want to tell you my terrible experiences with dating with when I, the one time I like shit a condom at work because it got stuck <laughs> in me. Right. right. I want to tell you all of that shit because... I want you to know that one, if it ever happens to you, it's not a singular experience. And two, like, you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> because I thought I was alone. No one right. told me that shit. Yeah. No one told me that a condom could get stuck in you and be in you for like a day or two. Right. But it's I, totally a thing. It's totally a thing. Found out that I wasn't alone. And so what I want to, I want to air my dirty laundry for other people. Exactly. I, I, I want to be that sacrificial lamb. Nobody's perfect. And, and that's okay. And we're not supposed to be. And, exactly. And, you know what? and the other thing is, if for you to be comfortable with your shit, if spilling my shit and telling you my shit is what I have to do for you to feel better about yours, that's cool. I'm yeah. okay with that. Mm. That's why we're weird. Yeah. Comics are very strange <laughs> folks because they're just like, hey, how can I make my pain and make everyone else's pain better? Absolutely. Here it no. is under the lights. <laughs> Did you buy a ticket? No, right, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me tell you all the shitty things I did in my life, but funny. <laughs> Speaking of shitty things, do you have a bombing story you want to share? Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Um. You. Okay. So, <laughs> my bombing story takes place in a church. Hell yeah, love those. <laughs> love so, bombing a church. Wait, what? Right. <laughs> so I knew it was a church event right right i knew it was going to be in a church right but my only instruction and also i'm probably about two maybe three years into doing comedy okay and my only instruction was you can't curse too loose too loose for a church show (laughs) if there's a pulpit on the stage you need more restrictions than don't say fuck so Right. I can't wait for the end of this. And it's not, it's not even pooped a condom into a toilet. (laughs) So basically, so basically, that's exactly what the fuck happened. Instead of like saying, I shit a condom, I pooped a condom. I fornicated with a man last week and I thought that he had a condom on. And so I just told all of my most terrible. Was it a, like a jo- church congregation? Was that oh, the crowd? Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. It was in the church. I was in front of the pulpit. This was not on a Sunday, was it? It was not. Okay, all it right. It was not. We're <laughs> at least one like, step removed. Right, right, right. It was on like a Saturday night. They were just trying to do their like single mingle yeah. church event where yeah. like they wanted to bring like the younger, like the 
20 to like 30 year olds. Our out. church is hip. Right. Have kids here. Right. Yeah. That's exact that's exactly what they were trying to do. So <laughs> I told like abortion jokes. <laughs> I, I fornicated with somebody that I'm not married to. I don't even know his last name. And it was <laughs> it was crickets. But here's what my favorite part about it. It was silent. But I could see at least like three people who wanted to burst out laughing. Yes. They wanted oh, to laugh so bad. Best. Hell yeah. But they didn't because they didn't feel comfortable in that setting. And they also didn't want to be the people in the church group who found that funny. Right. But I was like, yeah. they didn't want to get uninvited yeah. to Wednesday I see devotion. People exactly. out there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but I see you. I see you. Y'all smoked a joint before y'all walked in. Well, I think probably did a weed jug. I was like, I'm probably high right now. So I was like, how do you get the closer to God? And everybody was like, that's not how that's that works. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's, it was amazing. Was that look of recognition from those folks that wanted to laugh, was that enough to like make you feel good about the set? Or did it still feel like a bomb? It still felt much fear myself. <laughs> it's hard to get over silence. It's right. Exactly. And the other thing is, like, that's to me, that's the worst bomb. Like, I would prefer, like, a heckle or a boo. Right. An active, like, an active yeah. shooter bomb. Fight the crowd before they <laughs> ignore you. It came to my head. I had to say that. Active shooter bomb. <laughs> I wish we had episode titles for these episodes, man. That would have been a doozy. We'll title the clip Active Shooter Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> like I want it, it uh, is better to make a crowd well I don't want to say better it feels better to get that reaction rather than no reaction or even people biting down on their reactions because yeah. they can't they don't feel like they're you know they're, there's there's only a few of us you right, know we right. can't actually and now and that's I was kind of salty about that because I was like y'all want to like, like it's okay this is it's funny like this is, yeah Y'all are young people. Like, I'm sure this is what y'all doing, so yeah. you can laugh. But the fact they were like, nope, we're not going <laughs> to get caught. I was like, oh, we're not I see gonna you, but fuck caught. you. <laughs> I see you, but fuck you. you can oh, laugh man. But how, yeah. How, you said this was like a few years into comedy? I was like two, I want to say anywhere between two and three years in. How much time did you do at this show? <laughs> <laughs> Of the entertainment like or was it just like they all right, were, 10 so minutes of this and then we're gonna have a potluck <laughs> or, or it was other comedians but they were very churchy and they were very uh, like baptist black churchy comedians gotcha. where they were talking about oh because ushers with the white gloves and, and gotcha. very old school or just talked about old like old school type stuff and i was like oh and then I went back and i wrote a church set and i've i now have a church set that i could probably tell in like any no kidding. Oh, did for did sure. you get Hell an opportunity yeah. to go to a church again or another church? Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another church for sure. They probably Never. still have you blacklisted. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably still, I'm just weekly on a prayer list. Just let you just be heard. 
heavily in our prayers because clearly we went to go bananas she's still struggling with the right, lord right. keep the candle burning for her please do she's no closer i don't know if that means you're struggling with the lord if you're doing a like a hot set that it doesn't necessarily do well in front of church but uh, i i like to think that god has the sickest of humors i do yeah. too yeah. i absolutely believe that who else put those thoughts in our heads <laughs> Are just like three-legged dogs and shit. Like, why would you do that? Right. Why are you gonna make why three-legged you... dogs the happiest dogs I've Never ever met? S- like, that's crazy. every single one. Mm-hmm. Just it's just little. It's just weird. <laughs> I'm like, God. God is weird. God is a weird person. Platypuses lay eggs. Yup. Like you, why? And they're a just, mammal. Just platypuses. Period. Yeah, you don't have to say anything you after that. You are high as shit. <laughs> I think I think that's somebody's joke. They was like, God, yeah, had to be high. I'm gonna put a bill on it. I'm gonna give it some Lord. fork. <laughs> I'm gonna stick a dumbass tail, <laughs> and then it's gonna lay eggs. <laughs> he just forgot he made a whole continent. <laughs> Australia, what the fuck? Oh, oh. he was on some bullshit when he made Australia. <laughs> Great weather, beautiful beaches, spiders, snakes, alligators, bullshit. Bullshit. Seven of the deadliest snakes <laughs> in the world. world. How do we make dogs assholes? <laughs> Call them dingoes and have them take, take your baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> and send them to Australia. <laughs> the oh nicest God. people on the face of the earth. Gorgeous weather. All of they the will rest call of you cunts. Like <laughs> yeah, but it's friendly. It has a different connotation there. Yeah, you know, like a cunt brings you your mail. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that cunt, you know? That is hilarious. Random question. Mm -hmm. If you could perform in any country outside the U.S., which one would you pick top of the list? Ooh, that's good. Uh, Probably London. Really? Just because they are some sick fucks over there. And and I feel like if you can make somebody... they're, They're, like, sick. They're really just, like... From what I gather, because I don't, I've never been, they all seem just really bitter about life. Like they hate everything. Their food is very bitter. So I think that boils over into their life. Maybe so. They hate everything over there. (laughs) And so I'm like, if I feel like if I could make you guys laugh, especially like not in like that very distinctive, like Andrew Treves, um, just like all shit is bad. Like yeah. yeah, type of comedy where if I can get over there and be like, I'm from America and shit is pretty cool, and they're like, fuck you. <laughs> but I make you laugh at the same time. Yeah, but you get them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm staying away from like Germany or Russia. That's just their their sense of humor is just so. It's a next level yeah. type of drive. Yeah, like German yeah. sense of humor is just like das funny. Yes. <laughs> And Do I'm, again. This <laughs> bread is not bread. <laughs> and then that's their joke. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm part uh, German and I found that really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. Yeah. I'm good on that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you're, a, you're like hard pass. Hard <laughs> pass. What about hard. Luke, you, Luke? Where would you go if you could perform in any country? If I could... Uh, I would... I would like to think it would be in the u.s as far as performing goes that's not what the prompt was i'm trying Stick to, to the assignment fagin bush down <laughs> trying to trigger you okay, for your well, english teachers um 
Irish would be Ireland would be fun. Mm-hmm. I did do a mic there, but I would like to dig in. Like I I went on an Ireland trip with my brother when I was like maybe two or three years into comedies, and I did an open mic and it went all right. But I would want to stay there for a couple weeks uh, and really just because gotcha. they're like. They're the European party, but hardcore kind of. They're the punk scene of Europe. They're like a party bus that got overtaken by some folks yeah. and left yeah. Europe. And just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ireland. Right. <laughs> if you can party in Ireland, you can party pretty much everywhere. I'd I've like heard that. Yeah. Well, not Scotland. Oh, yeah, they'll have Different a problem things. with that's, you. That, that's a whole nother beast. I know I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't make it in Ireland or Scotland. Just because, like... Their beer is like it's next level. Proof. Yeah. <laughs> and the weird thing is, why is this dark liquor called a beer? <laughs> if you're Irish, it's more likely that you're worse at processing alcohol. Alcohol will get you more fucked up. What? Yeah. Really? That's insane. So not only are they biologically like more sensitive to alcohol, they make higher proof beer. So they're the drunkest nation on earth. Like, and that's, and that's, I'm like, yeah, I, I cannot, yeah, no, I have to you. get a water. I'm, yeah. I want to go to Ireland, not to perform. I just want to see the castles in the fields and shit. It looks gorgeous. I, yeah, I, was, it's pretty I, cool. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like I would, I would love that. to have a picnic in some rolling hill of Ireland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you go three miles in any direction and it looks like a Microsoft Windows screensaver. It's yeah. tight. <laughs> 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 I feel that way about Norway. I want to go and oh that hell is yeah! It's just like you say, it's screensaver. Yes. And, um, I saw somebody uh, like I saw this like post that went viral where this girl was getting laughed at because she was buying water from a gas station, and she what? didn't in, in Norway, That's and she funny. didn't understand <laughs> why. And they're like, "You can literally go drink at the water out of like." Any body of water here is that clean? Is that clear? If it's, it's not a gutter, you're safe. <laughs> right. And I'm like, why would you fucking buy water? Like, that's the dumbest shit to them in the world is somebody purchasing water. And wow. I was like, oh, that. It should be the dumbest shit here. It sh- like, it's it the dumbest be, yeah. shit everywhere. <laughs> but clearly, we live in good old US of A. Capitalism. Everything's for sale. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Got fucking oxygen bars. It's right. tight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you want a job? Spend $25,000 first on getting an education that no one's going to give a fuck about. Yep. Oh, man. And the education rack. Maybe. Maybe. You might get a decent paying job. Maybe. 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 But then you're going to spend 15 years paying back that education that you got. Exactly. Yeah. Indenturedness. That's yeah. all it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just. And let- here's anxiety and depression for you just to like make it fun. Here's a little razzle dazzle. <laughs> here's mental health issues the <laughs> whole time that you work in this cubicle that's gray and it's dark under no. fluorescent lighting. You know, those fluorescent lights, if they're not hooked up right, they'll actually blink at the exact frequency to trigger depression. Did you know that? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Shoddy electrician in my high school was just dosing an entire class of kids with low level depression. (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's your response 
Just 120 children just like, yeah, just make them a little sadder with the lights. I mean, at a certain point, it's got to be your response or else this whole thing is just going to drive you to suicide. Like, that's really why I have to laugh at all the shit. I have to laugh at all the dumb shit. Yeah. Because I'm like, or I could kill myself. Like, those are... Yeah, those are the options. Those you are could the laugh or buy a rope. Yeah. Yeah. Those are only two options. So one thing that we like to do at the end of the episodes yeah, is be of, uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any words yeah. of advice or positive encouragement or just a final joke? Don't for kill yourself. Uh, Hell yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, don't kill yourself. But again, it would it would go back to what something that I said earlier, which is remember that no experience is singular. You're, yeah. You are not the only right. person that has experienced this thing, that is experiencing that situation, that has been through that. And just kind of be encouraged by that. And if you're not willing to share, I'll share it for you. I have no problem doing that. Um, and just kind of, it's okay to be a human being. Hell yeah. It's it's perfectly fine. And whatever that fucking looks like, there's no there's no guidebook to it there's no particular rules like just don't hurt kids human don't hurt other humans just don't hurt other humans being a human being yeah and that's and then that's that's pretty much it Hell do whatever yeah. and and it's not as it's not as embarrassing as you think it is how how did we go from lauren's school electrician just causing <laughs> a rampant depression to me being like I feel pretty good listening to that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's we bounced back pretty good. This has been an absolute blast. Like, I've had fun. This that was one of the most uplifting parting words that we've ever had. <laughs> after talking about some of the most heinous <laughs> shit that has ever gone down, this yeah. is, this yeah. has been a blast. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Oh, do you, you have any so dates? Much. Yeah, you, you got stuff to plug. Any? Social medias. And so I don't have anything to plug right now, other than my social medias. It's a uh, day. Damn Corinne on all and every Hell platform. Yeah. So Hell it's yeah. D-A-M-N-K-A-R-I-N-N-E. It's came because quite literally two, three times a day in some form or fashion. Damn, Corinne. Damn it, Corinne. <laughs> Damn. It's like, oh, that's it. That's the handle. Cool. That's so simple. You think that would have already been taken. And yet you were able to just swipe that up swipe on everything. Up on Hell everything. yeah. Hell yeah. You're the Corinne that had the idea. That's all it takes. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I really appreciate you guys, though. This has been fun. Thank I've you had, for I've real. This has been a blast. Uh, and so, please let me know. Tag me to everything. Absolutely. Yeah. To. Absolutely. I think we got some good clips before <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. shut down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Yo, you want to shout out our Patreon? No. Oh, I mean, we can. I can do it. <laughs> hey, uh, Eric and Kylie and Garrett. Hey, thanks for being there, friends. And uh, Eric, we'll, we'll get you your pizza soon. Send me your address on Instagram. We'll get you some pizza. It's happening. Kylie, you're next. Garrett, don't cancel your subscription yet. Why am I pointing off the side? They're not here. I, I think that's I the direction that Garrett lives in. Near the dog? No, just in that way. Oh, yeah. you mean just geographically, geographically. like along the globe? Yeah. I hope we fade it out by now. Yeah. This what makes are y'all no talking s- about right now? I don't know how to end episodes. <laughs>
Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> we should end it on what the fuck are y'all talking about right now? <laughs> you mind uh, staying for a quick intro? We can do that like afterwards. and then we'll Yeah, it just cool. takes another couple of minutes. We'll just keep yeah. rolling right so on into we, it. We got the vast majority of the episode and then the her camera cut out and then the laptop lost. I figured I that's what to, was going to happen. Uh, yeah. We, we got enough for some up. clips. Yeah. I did. Yeah. We definitely got at least two clips. I hope are, are so. Awesome. That was funny. That was fun. Hell yeah. And you want to kick it off? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Don't do that again. As your real friend, love you. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> Could this just be the intro? <laughs>